Hare Krishna. Good morning to everyone. All of you who are fortunate enough to be here inside the Dom, and all of those who are fortunate enough to be outside somewhere listening in by mystical airwaves. Rupa Nugadas here with you this morning. Beautiful day here in Dallas, Texas. For those of you who are listening in from around the world somewhere, we are offering our prayers for Janani Vas Prabhu, His Grace, who is um, supposed to be having surgery today, I think, uh, for a very small tumor on his bladder in his body. And so we're praying for his, praying that the results will be good and the biopsy will show negative. We've already lost one of the, one of the two brothers from our, our Mayapur Dam. And so uh, we certainly don't. We're not. We're not ready to lose another one. How do you? How do you get ready? I don't know if it's possible to be ready. But now we're praying to their lordships to please protect Janani Prabhu. Seems that uh, seems that eternal time is taking away some of our great personalities whom we've had the pleasure of working with, serving Srila Prabhupada with in this International Society for Krishna Consciousness. This morning we're going to be continuing our reading from the first canto, eleventh chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Lord Krishna's Entrance into Dwaraka. And we'll be reading from text number 36. So those of you who have your uh, books or have your smartphones with you, uh, please um, open the book to that. Because there is a, quite a long purport here by Srila Prabhupada. And so we're eager to get into it and see what we can glean from Srila Prabhupada's translation purport. Now we'll offer our uh, prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead to please give us something to say that would be meaningful and that would be helpful to someone. So our invocation. Jaya Ratham Bhattava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari 
Jāshūra-nandana-brajajana-ranjana-jāshūra-nandana-brajajana-ranjana-jāmūna-thīra-vanachāri Jāmūna-thīra-vanachāri Jai Radha Mahadava Kunjavi Hari Jai Radha Mahadava Kunjavi Hari Jai Gaur Premananda Hari Hari Vol Jai Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Paribhitaka Charja Hasto Tarasata Sri Sri Madhus Divine Loving Grace Abhaya Charanada Vinda Bhaktivinata Swami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Paribhitaka Charja Hasto Tarasata Sri Sri Madhus Divine Grace Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Gosami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Geek Ananta Koti Vaishnavrin Geek Iskan BBT Fan Racharda Srila Prabhupada Geek Iskan Guru Param Para Geek Shirup Sri Sanatan Bhattaraganatsi Jeeva Gopal Bhattadasaraganatsi Sad Gosami Prabhu Geek Namacharda Srila Haridas Thakur Geek Prem se kahu Shri Krishna Chaitanya Brahmanitanda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gauda Bhaktarinda Ki Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gopo Gopinath Shamakun Radhakun Giri Govardhan Ki Shri Vinavadam Ki Shri Maturadam Ki Shri Jagannath Puridam Ki Shri Shri Radha Kalachandidam Ki Ganga Devi Ki Jamunamai Ki Tulsi Devi Ki Bhakti Devi Ki Samaveda Bhakta Rindaki, Briyat Madanga Transcendental Book of Prasadam Distribution Aki, Gora Premananda, Hari Hari Bol, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories, all glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga. Namo Vishnapadaya Krishna Pastaya Bhutalesha Bhati Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Namani Namaste Sarasvati Devi Gauravani Pacharnini Nivasesha Srinivari Prasatudesha Dhani Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivananottamam Devim Sarasvatim Yasan Tato Jayam Adirayat Nasapraiswabandresu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavat Yautamashloke Bhakti Bhavari Naistiki 
Antara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Vyasadev Ki Jai. Once again, Canto 1, Chapter 11, Text Number 36. We'll recite word for word the trans, uh, the, uh, the Sanskrit words that are given here in the verse. Uthama Bhava Pishuna Amala Valguhasa Vridha Avaloka Nihata Madana Api Yasam Sambuya Chapam Ajahat Pramada Uttama Ta Yasya Indriyam Vimatitum Kahakai Kuhakai Na Sheku. Now let's try it in the in the um, poetic form. Udama bhava pishunama lavalgahasa. Vida valoka nihato madano piyasam. Samuhya chapam ajahat pramadotamastha. Yasyendriyam bimatitum kuha kairnaseku. Once again, Udama Bhava Pishunama Lavalgahasa Vidava Loka Nihato Madano Piyasam Samuhya Chapam Ajahat Pramadota Masta Yasyendriyam bimahitum bimatitum ku hakayir neseku. Can please? Udama bhava bishunama lavalkubhasa. Thank you all very much, and for the young fellow who was also chanting very nicely. Word for word translations Udama, very grave. Bhava, expression. Pishuna, exciting. Amala, Spotless, Vargu Hasa, beautiful, smiling, 
Vrida, corner of the eye. Avaloka, looking. Nihata, conquered. Madana, Cupid. Or Arm or Amadana, the greatly tolerant Shiva. Hmm. Api, also. Yasam, whose Samuhya, being overpowered by. Chapam, bows. Ajahat, gave up. Pramada, woman. Woman who maddens. Uttama, of high grade. Ta, all. Yasya, whose indriyam senses vimatitum to perturb kuhakai kuhakai by magical feats. Na, never. Sheku was able. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada Gita. Although the Queen's beautiful smiles and furtive glances were all spotless, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get us to recite it again, uh, to repeat when I get done with hope. Uh, although the queen's beautiful smiles and furtive glances were all spotless and exciting, and although they could conquer Cupid himself by making him give up his bow and frustration, and although even the tolerant Shiva could fall victim to them, still, despite all their magical feats and attractions, they could not agitate the senses of the Lord. Now repeat with me. Although the queen's beautiful smiles and furtive glances were all spotless and exciting. And although they could conquer Cupid himself by making him give up his bow in frustration, and although even the tolerant Shiva could fall victim to them, still, despite all their magical feats, and attractions, they could not agitate the senses of the Lord. Do you know who we're talking about here? Who, is, who the verse is talking about? Specifically, Krishna's queens. Yeah, he's talking about although the queen's beautiful smiles and pretty glances. That's right, and and we're talking about they could not agitate the senses of the Lord even though they could agitate even the senses of Lord Shiva. That's interesting to hear, isn't it? Purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. The path of salvation or the path going back to Godhead always forbids the association of women and the complete Sanatan Dharma or Vanashram Dharma scheme forbids or restricts association with women. How then can one be accepted as the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is addicted to more than 16,000 wives. This question may be relevantly 
raised by inquisitive persons really anxious to know about the transcendental nature of the Supreme Lord. And to answer such questions, the sages at Naimisharanya, oh, speaking of Naimisharanya, we got Naimisharanya Das with us. Um, and the sages at Naimisharanya have discussed the transcendental nature of the Lord and in this and in the following verses. It is clear herein that the feminine attractive features which can conquer Cupid or even the supermost tolerant Lord Shiva could not conquer the senses of the Lord. Cupid's business is to invoke mundane lust. The whole universe is being, is, is moving, being agitated by Cupid's arrow. The activities of the world are being carried on by the central attraction of male and female. A male is searching after a mate to his liking, and the female is looking after a suitable male. That is the way of material stimulus. All of this is, is, is contrived by the Supreme Lord to give us what we want, means attraction to this material world, and to give us reason to stay lifetime after lifetime. That is the way of material stimulus. And as soon as the male is combined with the female, the material bondage of the living being is at once tightly interlocked by sex relation, and as a result of this, both the male's and female's attraction for sweet home, motherland, bodily offspring, society, friendship, and accumulation of wealth becomes the illusory field of activities, and thus but uh, thus a false but indefatigable attraction for the temporary material existence which is full of miseries, is manifest. Very long purport by Srila Prabhupada. So, that may indicate the, uh, the severity of the topic. I'll read on. Those who are therefore on the path of salvation for going back home, back to Godhead, are especially advised by all scriptural injunction to become free from such paraphernalia of material attraction. And that is possible only by the association of the devotees of the Lord, who were called the Mahatmas. Cupid throws his arrow upon the living beings to make them mad after the opposite sex, whether the party is actually beautiful or not. Cupid's provocations are going on, even though, uh, even among beastly societies, who are all ugly-looking in the estimation of the civilized nations. And we can, we can guess how the uh, demigods and the heavenly planets must look upon us. <clears throat> we look upon, you know, the lowly warthog as being one of God's ugliest creatures, perhaps. And yet the attraction for the female is still there. It's been said that a warthog has a, has a face that only a mother could love. <laughs> Thus Cupid's influence is exerted amongst the ugliest forms, what to speak of the most perfect beauties. Lord Shiva, who is considered to be most tolerant, was also struck by Cupid's arrow because he became mad after the Mohini incarnation of the Lord and acknowledged himself to be defeated. That's an interesting role that Krishna plays in the form of Lord Shiva, isn't it? 
he doesn't possess all of the qualities of Krishna. Doesn't possess, but he is. He's both. He's both Krishna, but he's not fully Krishna. We might say. Cupid himself, Cupid, however, was himself captivated by the grave and exciting dealings of the goddesses of fortune, and he voluntarily gave up his bow and arrow in a spirit of frustration. Such was the beauty and attraction of the queens of Lord Krishna, yet they could not disturb the transcendental senses of the Lord. This is because the Lord is all-perfect, atmarama, or self-sufficient. He does not require anyone's extraneous help for his personal satisfaction. Therefore, the queens could not satisfy the Lord by their feminine attractiveness, but they satisfied him by their sincere affection and service. Only by unalloyed, transcendental loving service could they satisfy the Lord, and the Lord was pleased to treat them as wives in reciprocation. Thus being satisfied by their unalloyed, unalloyed service only, the Lord reciprocated the service just like a devout husband. Otherwise, he had no business becoming the husband of so many wives. He is the husband of everyone, but to one who accepts him as such, he reciprocates. This unalloyed affection is for the Lord is never to be compared to mundane lust. It is purely transcendental, and the grave dealings which the queens displayed in natural feminine ways were also transcendental because the feelings were expressed out of transcendental ecstasy. It is already explained in the previous verse that the Lord appeared like a mundane husband, but factionally his relation with his wives was transcendental pure, and unconditioned by the modes of material nature. End of purport. Omagyana timidandasya gyananjana salakaya chakshurun meditam jena tasmai shri gurave Sri Chaitanya Marobishtam Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupahakada Maya Tadati Swabhadantikam Chant with me please. Bandeham Sri Guru Sri Dutta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatan Vitam Tamsajivam Savadvaitam Savadutam Padijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamscha. He Krishna Karana Sando Ninabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Paptakan Chana Gorangi Radhe Brindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubi Evacha Patitanam Bhavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namah Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Karadha Shiva Sarigora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
Nam Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pistaya Bhutale Srimate Tamar Krishna Gosaminiti Namane So, we're getting some idea how to become free from the attraction of household trappings. I think I know, understand now where that word trappings comes from. It comes like from the word trap. So when you, when you get all of your household items that you, that you gather together during the early years of being with someone else, we call those trappings, all the trappings of household life. So in the beginning, if we're lucky, we experience the life of a brahmachari. We have only possessions that will fit into a bag that we can sling over one shoulder. Uh, we don't require a huge palatial mansion to sleep in or a beautiful king-size bed to sleep on. Uh, brahmachari is just as satisfied to sleep on a mat on the floor. Of course, as, as time goes by and the body becomes less flexible, that becomes less possible. Um, a promontory generally eats only foodstuffs that are offered to, offered to the Lord. Means that uh, brahmachari doesn't find it necessary to go out and buy things from these sweet shops so much. Although there are some pretty nice sweet shops in Vrindavan and I presume also in, in, in Mayapur, in India general. Uh, he performs the duties that are given to him by the spiritual master or his representative so he never has to wonder, what am I supposed to be doing? <clears throat> uh, things change though. They become complicated when we become a householder. Uh, and it all seems to begin with becoming attracted to the opposite sex, or in, in today's society, even to one of the same sex. Sexual attraction, in any case, is there. And so one becomes, a, one quite often takes up the life of a householder, especially if he becomes intimately connected <coughs> with a, with a, his, with a spouse, be, be it male or female. <coughs> And so, uh, of course, after, when, when you do take on the responsibility for another person, you do have to have a place in which to live, a house in which to live. And in, the, in, in past generations, especially in this country, people built their own houses using the natural ingredients they found wherever they happened to be, whether it be stone or brick or, or wood. Uh, people built their own. But, and, and so, you know, they might have, they might have paid, you know, some money to get help or some money to, to buy extra materials that were necessary. But I doubt seriously that they considered taking on a burden for 30 years of their lives just to have a place to sleep and, and have sex and to prepare nice palatable foodstuffs. So, uh, the house is necessary. The brahmachari and brahmacharini Someone has laughed and said that uh, both of them had all their earthly belongings in a, in a in a back in a pack, or you know some kind of a backpack that they slung over their shoulder or over their back, and that was that that was their that was the extent of their belongings. And yet, immediately upon taking up a, a household life, 
uh, the burden increases significantly. Um, a person has to accumulate all the stuff that we mentioned, those trappings, furniture, appliances, utensils, vehicles, clothes, beds, rugs, so many things, washers and dryers and refrigerators and deep freezers. And so what started out as being a very simple lifestyle, then immediately upon taking on the burden of a spouse, uh, the the uh, the complexity increases greatly, doesn't it? And then, of course, all that requires a means of producing an income. So we can we can just imagine that employers really like persons who are married and have a wife or a husband and children. They really like that person because once that person starts making money to pay for bills, it's going to be very difficult for that person to leave and and go do something else. So it's really, they've got they got a good solid employee in the in the body of the person who is there um, looking for a way to pay for bills. So that means it has to be a means of providing income. But then uh, after some period of time, one begins to recognize the burden of the household life. And that comes from her for a number of reasons. He accepts the responsibility of caring for dependents, of molding his life around family members and their activities. Um, uh, but he, many times, after a period of a year, two years, three years, the routine becomes tedious. And it can, in some cases, become boring. And you're you're looking if you're in the temple room, you're looking at a person who had great difficulty dealing with life in the in the big society uh, because of the boredom and the tediousness of that life. Doing the same kinds of things every day, going to the same office, perhaps dealing with the same persons, with the same mundane, uh, boring ideas coming out of their mouths, and so. Uh, became a little difficult. So um, one finds the routine then to be very unsatisfying. And that's not a bad thing, really, uh, in the, in the, from the viewpoint of a, of a spiritual life, because one then might get the motivation to search for some satisfying activities. And we know that those who have not been fortunate enough to come into contact with the Hare Krishna movement, with some of the representatives of, of, of Krishna in this material world, that we know that finding those satisfying activities is not an easy thing to do. And a lot of people then start changing things. They may change their houses. They may change their wives or husbands. They may change their automobiles. They may change jobs. It's, it's just a matter of constant change to try to find something that is satisfying. If I make a little more money, ah, that's good. And if I can, if I can get a little more time off in the year, instead of getting three weeks off, I can get four weeks or five weeks off or to do exactly what I want to. Three or four weeks out of 52 weeks, uh, begins to look pretty good. And, and then so a person tries to find satisfaction like that. But um, if a person is really lucky, 
Uh, he's walking down the street of some town in which he works or shops, and somebody comes up to him and says, uh, Hey, buddy, where are you from? Would you like to take a look at a book? This book tells you a lot about what's going on in the world. And that person be, opens the book and begins to show pictures of the living entity as he goes from babyhood to childhood to youth to middle ages to old age. And then we see at the very end, then there's a spark of life that comes out of that old withered body and goes back into its next form, another another body of a baby of some species. So um, you, if you're really lucky then, you have run across such a person as that who could begin your path back to the spiritual world. And there's a really good chance that that person, even though he's been schooled in the philosophy, he doesn't have any idea what effect that's going to have on this person that he's showing the book to. But all of us who came to Krishna consciousness in this way, by somebody having a certain amount of mercy on us and showing us a piece of literature that was written by Srila Prabhupada or one of his disciples or one of his grand-disciples even, uh, that, that that person begins to realize then, uh, well, I should say the person who gave the book or gave that, that uh, piece of prasadam to an, an unknowing uh, guest, uh, then... Uh, he, he feels quite certain that Prabhupada's words will take effect. And that prasadam, that is the foodstuffs that have been offered to the Supreme Lord, they'll begin to have effect sooner or later. It's just a matter of time. It may not even be in this lifetime, but Krishna doesn't forget. And Krishna never makes mistakes. So when he arranges that somebody gets some form of spiritual life, in the form of some friendly words or some words written on a page or some, some prasadam, nice foodstuffs to eat, um, then that person that is, is already, is, is, Krishna has already put that person's name in his book. And he tells the material energy of the Lord, uh, Maya Devi, Durga Devi, he says, no, don't, don't deal with this one anymore. This one's mine. I've got this one. I've got this. You go. You go do something else. There are a lot of lot of people, a lot of living entities on the planet in the form of human beings and lower, and some higher in the planets of demigods that you can have your effect on Maya Devi, but this one I'll, I'll I'm taking care of myself. Uh, I'm going to make him think that he's getting some reactions from something he's done in the past, and that may be true. But it's not coming under your auspices. It's coming under my control. I'm the one who's going to be uh, uh, deciding what what is to be done here. And so the Lord gives us instructions about working, you know, as in our in household lives, and and even in our uh, maybe we have continued to be single for most of our lives. Still, we have to do some kind of work to provide for ourselves. And, uh, and the Lord says in the Bhagavad Gita, Yagyartat Kamano Yantra Lokuyam Kamabandana Tat Artam Karma Kuntiya Mukta Sangha Samachara. Um, so he's, he, he tells Arjuna, says, uh, work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu must 
be performed. Otherwise, work is the cause of bondage in this material world. And what, regarding the foodstuffs, uh, 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 what is it? Jagdashistashina shanto muchante sarva kilbishai, bujante te tagambapa, ye pashantyatmakarnat. The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat foods which are offered first in sacrifice. Others who eat foods uh, prepared only for personal sense gratification verily eat only sin. So the Lord tells us in, in two simple statements uh, the way that we can actually take a big boost in our spiritual life. One is by performing our work as a sacrifice for the Supreme Lord. And the other is offering all of our foodstuffs to the Supreme Lord. Just by taking up those two uh, two instructions of the Bhagavad Gita, one can make significant advancement in his spiritual life. And then when Lord uh, Lord Chaitanya comes along and says, Harinam, 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 Evakilam, Kalu, Nasteva, 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 Gatiranyata. Chant the holy name, chant the holy name, chant the holy name. In this age of Kali, there is no other means of getting relief or getting salvation from, uh, from getting relieved from the burden of having to come back time and time again uh, than the chanting of the holy names. So we just don't realize it. Isn't it, isn't it something? We don't realize how powerful those names are. Every morning I'm picking up my bees and I'm chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Every morning I'm doing that. And still, I don't realize how, how, how ultimately powerful those holy names are. And yet, I have enough faith in Srila Prabhupada and in Srila Tamal Krishna Goswami that uh, that I will continue doing it even though I don't fully understand how this is going to have any effect. I don't understand how it can have effect. But because they said it does, then I believe it. I accept it. So that's that's part of the return to spiritual life, which we can do even as a householder. We can take up the practice of chanting and offering foodstuffs and reading and hearing and then we find refuge in the company of others who are practicing spiritual activities like that. So then if we're really dutiful and we really believe this philosophy, then we're going to engage our family members in spiritual activities as well. Um, because, you know, our kids, we bring them into this world. We're the cause. They come through us, our bodies, male bodies, and they're implanted in their mother's bodies and they begin to grow and they eventually come out of their mother's bodies and they become just like other little noisy brats <laughs> always causing always causing some disturbance and uh, you know having to change diapers and feed them at all times of the day and night oh uh so but we can we can engage those kiddos uh in the beginning practically uh by letting them hear us chanting by feeding the foodstuffs that have been offered to the Supreme Lord, by introducing them to children of other parents who are similar, have similar devotional inclinations. We can do all these things. And ultimately then, we have to accept the spiritual master and learn to please him. Because the spiritual master is, is our link. We say every morning we're chanting, Yasya Prashadad, Bhagavad Prashado, Yasya Kati, 
What is it? Yashaprasat Nagati Katopi Jayam Stuvams Tasya Yasasri Sandyam Bande Goro Sri Charanaravindam. By the mercy of the Supreme Lord, one gets the benedictions of the spiritual master. And by the benedictions of the spiritual master, one then gets the Supreme Lord. So it goes both ways, doesn't it? The Lord makes the spiritual master available to us. What does it say? When we're we're ready for guru, guru will appear. And so we we take instructions from the spiritual master and we we render some loving service to him. Tadvidi pranipati na pariprasnena sevaya upadekshantitegyanam gyaninas tatvadarshana. Krishna tells Arjuna, just seek out a spiritual master. He said, render some service to him, you know. Um, and um, the spiritual master can, uh, can, can, can show you, can introduce you to the Supreme because he has seen the truth. He's tatvadarshana, he's seen the truth. And so, therefore, the spiritual master is the one that we have to try to please. And sometimes, during our career as a devotee, if we have close association to the spiritual master, there's a bit of danger there. We we can get to the point of, of beginning to look at him as ordinary. And we can think that he has the same kinds of feelings that we do. Uh, so we, we, it's very easy to, to misunderstand our spiritual master. Nonetheless, we have to do what we can to please him because that's what Krishna told us to do. Um, just render some service to him, um, uh, inquire from him submissively. That's the other part of that shloka, wasn't it? Inquire from him submissively, render some service to him. Spiritual master can, uh, can show you th- the the uh, the Lord can help you in your devotional life because He has seen the truth. He is tatvadarshana. So um, there there is a way to then extricate ourselves from this household life that many of us found find ourselves in. And if we're not in household life, that doesn't mean that we're freed from the attraction to the material energy of the Lord. Uh, we even as single persons. We still have that attraction. Uh, so just, you know, when, when Prabhupada talks about the, the attractiveness of women in this verse, talking about the queen's beautiful smiles, the queens of Dordica, and, uh, being agitated by Cupid's arrows, um, he is not putting any blame or whatsoever on, on women because you know, he had women disciples who came to him looking for shelter. He gave them shelter. He even provided that they had a place, an ashram to stay in, you know, which is, which is unheard of in the Gaudiya Vaishnava tradition. But he was, he was, he did it. And he's a charya. So he could do that. He could make exceptions. He could change rules in order to give, uh, give everybody the opportunity to make some advancement on the spiritual path. So it's not women then that are cause of the trouble for men. And really it's not men who are the cause of trouble for women, even though it may seem like it is sometimes. Uh, but rather it's our attraction uh, to uh, sense gratification that causes our problems. 
And as long as we're attracted to sense gratification, and particularly sex, uh, sex, sexual gratification, uh, then we are continuing to think of ourselves as these bodies. And we've, we've always, even from our birth, we've gotten our input about this material world that we're living in through our five senses. We've had people telling us about this material world. You might remember if you were unfortunate as I was to come up in a Western high school. You know, that's, that's, a, that's the main thing that seems to be on young men's minds, or at least it was back in the 50s and 60s, uh, is uh, just having some relationship with a woman. And not because you love them, not because you want to provide for them for the rest of your life, but just because you want a few moments of sense gratification. And so, therefore, people become uh, and, 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 and captured, become captured by, uh, not by because of the fault of the other person necessarily, but because of our own desires. So there's a way to, to get out of it, to extricate ourselves from it. And we've been taught it time and again. So those of you who are listening in, uh, you, you probably have uh, your own households, or you've got uh, those persons who are dependent on you. And uh, and so uh, if you haven't already begun your path of spiritual life, or if you're just beginning this path of spiritual life, then take heart, because uh, these are words spoken by Lord Krishna, Srila uh, Vyasadeva, the, the one who has um, put this text into print, into words on paper, um, and also uh, by... Um, you know, the devotees who are exemplifying, uh, they, they are exemplars of this, of the texts that we're reading in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And so, uh, by reading books like the Bhagavatam, the Bhagavad Gita, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, or Nectar Devotion, by reading those four books only, uh, one can get free from this material world. As a matter of fact, it's said that by re- the Srimad Bhagavatam is our only means of deliverance. So by reading about the pastimes of the Supreme Lord and his instructions, and also reading about those persons who have given their lives to him, we can model our own lives in such a way that we can make spiritual advancement. So at, that, at the end of our lifetimes, we don't come back. But we go back to the spiritual world. Hare Krishna. We'll end. Comments? Questions? All right. I thank you very much for coming and being with us this morning. And those of you who are at home or at work or somewhere out on the road, maybe, and you're listening in by way of the Internet, we thank you very much for that. And uh, we hope that uh, your day continues to be as good as the way it's gotten started by listening to some Krishna philosophy, chanting the holy names, taking Krishna prasadam. So we offer our respectful obeisances to all the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord who are just like desire trees, who fulfill the desires of everyone, and who are full of compassion for the fallen conditioned souls. Vanchakalpa tarubhyas cha kripas evacha patitanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namah anantakoti vaishnavrindaki jai. 
Shila Prabhupada Gijai, Srimad Bhagavatam Gijai, Shishi Radha Kalachanji Dam Gijai, Nitai Gora Premananda, Hari Hari Bo. Hare Krishna everyone.